the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Um, it's also the beginning of what I think is a real dark time in America. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I don't Pollyanna anything. I speak the truth here on tonight's Andrea K. Show. We're going to try to, however, find some positivity and uh and because we have to do that as we go forward we're going to try to find some positivity tonight and and it's going to be difficult because these are really dark times but there's always an opportunity um in the darkness and that's one of the things that we learn as individuals right that um we're not promised that every day is going to we can't you know I, i can't get into these platitudes you know what i'm trying to say you know, it's it's that's where we learn our lessons. That's where we get we get what's the expression? Our metal gets gets um, you know forged in the fire. That's where we toughen up. And I think I think it's overdue for us to be realistic and not be Pollyanna ish about the state of what is going on in this country, and put a plan in place to move forward. And that's where we're at. We today is the day in which President Trump did a video in which he has said, I am, I'm calling for unity. I am calling for calm. I am calling for, for peace. I'm calling for those that are lawbreakers that are not peacefully protesting to be held accountable. It is time for us to come together and I will oversee a peaceful transition of power on January 20th. And that was a really important speech that he gave. It does not mean though, that things are going to be, to be peaceful. So we've got to fight ahead of us, but you know, I think that we have, a, we have a reason to always, as Don Jan, Don Jans always says on the show, um, there's as as long as there's any bit of hope, um, then we need to grasp onto that and, and stay positive. So that's what we're going to look for tonight as we go through the stories. Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. We are currently on Facebook, streaming on the Answer San Diego, as well as uh, our private group Caniacs. I don't know how long I'm going to stay on Facebook or Twitter, given the fact that the Ayatollah Khomeini currently still has a Twitter and a Facebook account, and the President of the United States does not. I am not long for being here. I want to continue to reach out to as many of my dear friends that I have out there um, on, on these platforms to grab you and have you go with me to parlor, as well as maybe some others. We've got dear friend Brian Maloney from Stop the Scalpings and Red Wave America is going to be here to talk about the cancel culture and what's going on, as well as other social media platforms. We cannot continue it, to fight 
with um, capitulation while, while we're literally capitulating to the forces of evil that are suppressing our, our, our voices. Before I go any further, I got to bring in an important voice to all this, and it's my partner here every night of the week. It's my man, DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. We're putting the interests of America first. They're part of a long American tradition of proving democracy's critics wrong, of showing that we have the courage to stand up for what is right and what is necessary. And that's kind of how I feel today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have to stand up for what's right. And any time that we still have an opportunity to do that, then we have hope. And by the way, we also understand that our hope, they've been trying to replace God with state. And our hope ultimately is not in the state. It's not in the government. It's in the Lord. The Lord's still on the throne. And the Lord is still on the throne. So everybody is still talking about what happened at the Capitol yesterday. So let me start by saying this. If you are... And I said this early today, if you are more outraged, if you're more concerned with the, quote, takeover that may not have been a takeover, we'll talk about that in a moment. But if you are still more concerned with the takeover of the Capitol yesterday than you are with the Marxist communist takeover of our government and our nation, which included the Republican Party, then you are what is called a useful idiot in communist terms. You are flat out a useful idiot. And I am hearing that from far too many conservatives, some of the biggest names in conservative media today, screaming and yelling with outrage over, oh my, my eyes, my eyes. How can I, I can't look at a man with his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. If that's, I literally heard a major top voice in radio today say that the first time he ever yelled on a show was seeing that. So you didn't yell? When it became clear that the election, a presidential election, a U.S. presidential election was being stolen in front of you, you didn't yell then? You didn't yell when the White House was surrounded and security was being breached and the president of the United States and the vice president was down in a bunker? You didn't yell then? You didn't. You haven't yelled every time there was a terrorist attack in this country during the Obama administration and the Council for American Islamic Relations, a front group for terrorist organizations, was the first people to speak at a microphone? And call you Islamophobic if you dare to speak out about what killed Americans? This is the first time you've yelled? you got to be kidding me. And why? Why are you yelling? Is it because you see that they're already talking about going after Trump supporters? And the persecution is beginning and you're hoping they're not going to come for you? Is that what it's about? Wake up. Uh, there's, uh, it's, uh, But we've still got some other people... Main people like Rush Limbaugh, who even in the midst of what the horrific what he's going through in his life, started asking questions today and say, you've got to be asking questions about what went down in the Capitol. You always have to ask when there's a major event and it's controversial, who is it benefiting? Who benefited from this? You mentioned this last night, Potato Skins. You got to think about why, why would Trump supporters break the law? And leave bombs around. It doesn't, it doesn't make no aid. logical sense. It doesn't make logical sense. It doesn't aid in them. We now know that the cops were offered as they knew that, that a million, at least a million or approximated uh, the anticipation of at least two million people there of Trump supporters, which they know was going to be infiltrated by bad guys. Anytime you have two million people anywhere, whether it's Mardi Gras or whether it's a, a protest anywhere, you're going to have bad people. The Department of uh, the DOD, Department of Defense offered reportedly the Capitol Police, the head of which resigned tonight and, and he should have offered additional support and they didn't take it. Why? Why were they so undermanned when it was all over the Internet that two million people were showing up around the Capitol? 
Sounds a little convenient to me. Yeah. And then you see video of cops waving people in. Well, excuse me, let me tell you something. If a cop's going to wave me in somewhere, then don't you dare accuse me of breaking and entering. Don't you dare accuse me of insurrection when a cop waved me in. Speaking of the cops, the only violence that I saw, and I don't consider violence to be somebody putting their feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk, which is paid for by me. And quite frankly, Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats with the Republican weasels we saw in Congress last night, they're a far greater threat to this country than some dude with his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. How is it that some congresswoman named Cori Bush actually drafted a resolution on January 5th calling for the expulsion of Republican Congress people that supported the insurrection inciting riots on, on January 6th. I read that today as well. Does that make sense to you? How could that be? Sure seemed like a convenient, a, a convenient way to try to launch another coup attempt. Because immediately there were calls for the 25th Amendment. Let me tell you, it's not a peaceful transition of power when you steal an election and you've got all these Republicans conveniently, automatically whipping speeches out of their back pocket saying, you know, I came here to contest the electoral votes. But after what I saw today, I just can't in good conscience. Kelly Loeffler, loser twice in one day. You kidding me? How convenient. How convenient as an excuse to certify fraudulent election, which had nothing at all to do with yesterday, by the way, or any events yesterday. And then on top of it, then you've got calls, including Republicans, for the for the invoking the Twenty Fifth Amendment. These are coup attempts. Why? What? When it's ten days from Joe Biden, they can't wait a week and a half. Can't wait a week because because this is about trying to continue not just humiliate President Trump on the way out, but com- finally crush the MAGA movement. That's ultimately what this is about. This isn't about Trump. Ultimately, it's never been about Trump. This is about the silencing and the destruction, the persecution of 74 million Americans. And then right on cue, who do we have today? Lindsey Graham. I'm going to give a speech in an hour. So he comes out. What did Lindsey Graham have to say today? He's like, let me tell y'all what I want. I want to use some of that facial recognition software y'all got. And that big tech that we love so much. We want to identify everybody who was there who might have been associated with Trump and MAGA. And we won't bring them to justice. That's right. We won't bring them to justice. Well, let me tell you, Lindsey Graham, we want to bring every one of you rhinos who supported the destruction of the Republic of the United States of America by certifying a fraudulent election, by, by accusing innocent Trump supporters as being terrorists, and by allowing for the Marxist takeover of the United States of America because you didn't say anything about Black Lives Matter. There was at no point in which you, Lindsey Graham, came out and called for any social, any facial recognition to identify anybody. In fact, is there not still a neighborhood in Portland right now that's still under siege? Last time I checked that, there was no resolution with that. Now, the woman that was shot, I've watched the video of her being shot, and I got to tell you, it was horrifying. It, I, I, to see a woman shot like she's a duck in a shooting gallery. Don't watch it. It's horrifying. And to think that she is is an Air Force veteran who did I don't know how many tours in Iraq or Afghanistan. I don't know why she was there. But what I can tell you is in watching those videos from multiple angles, three different angles from the side, from the four, from the side, from the back, up, up, multiple angles. 
I didn't. I could, was never able to see your eyes as Tucker Carlson describes. So I don't know where he got that angle, but from four angles, and I cannot see any justification for them shooting this woman. No justification. And how is it magically that the Trump supporter ends up getting shot wearing wearing a, a Trump flag around her neck, but the the guy who stood on a on a on a platform, well known Antifa thug from Utah. John Sullivan's on standing on a platform outside the Capitol with lots of cheers and roars from people saying, we're going to burn this blank down and we're not going to wait till the next election. We're going to go to the White House and drag President Trump out. He's standing next to her when she gets shot. Isn't that interesting? Joe Biden today says, well, we know that they're treated better. These 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 protesters were treated a lot better than Black Lives Matter. They were treated differently. He said, yeah, they were treated differently because they were arrested. And Joe Biden and, you know, nobody bailed them out. Trump and, and didn't bail them out. And they were also treated differently because if that was a, if she was black and a Black Lives Matter protester, I don't believe for a second she would have been shot by a white cop for fear of backlash. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in our friend Brian Maloney. Pick up the conversation and talk about where we go from here. I know that some of you have said you, you, you're, you're done with politics. You're just going to get a gun and, you know, hunker down. You can't be. We can't, right? we got to keep fighting. So stay tuned. Brian Maloney will be with us next. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys with me. 888-344-1170. Super excited to have my next guest friend of mine, Brian Maloney. From Stop the Scalpings and Red Wave America. Um, Brian, uh, well, I was going to update a story. Well, let me do this before I bring Brian in. Before the break, I was talking about some some things that were odd, some odd occurrences that went down with the Capitol yesterday. Uh, one of which was Cori Bush, some co- congresswoman who drafted on the 5th some resolution to call out uh, the Congress people that incited the riot that happened the next day. Had they know, how did she know to do that? Uh, then I, I saw tonight um, before I came in that at 9.36 a.m. yesterday morning, before anybody breached anything, NPR put out a, a, a story of Trump supporters turn uh, violent. So, you know, I, I hate to sound like a conspiracy theorist. Um, and then I'm seeing videos of cops waving people in. Um, we hear reports of they know at least two Antifa people were dressed as, as Trump supporters. I'm not saying it was all staged, but it's starting to quack like a theatrical duck. Joining me now to discuss this and more is my buddy Brian Maloney from Stop the Scalpings and Red, Red Wave America. Hey, Brian, welcome back. Hey, I mean, look, Andrea, the evidence supports everything that you've just said. We've seen the videos. They opened the gates. They let everybody in. For some reason, that BLM guy is behind the police inside the Capitol, already there with a camera filming everything going on. Who let him in? He wasn't he didn't come in with the protesters. So how and he is a felon with a long, long record of BLM uh, riots. Uh, in other states, uh, I think Colorado is one of the places where he's been arrested. I mean, what was that guy doing there? So, you know, conspiracy theory becomes conspiracy fact. And mm-hmm. the bottom line is they will stop at nothing. I mean, we know that. Well, yeah, absolutely. They'll stop at nothing. And, you know, um, 
and and I'm glad you said that. It's no longer conspiracy theory. It becomes fact when the fact pattern is there, and they literally will stop at nothing. Um, so um, then it becomes a question of where do we go from here? Because when it ta- when you talk about stop at nothing, there was a um, he since deleted the tweet. But one of the reasons why, before I talk about next steps, one of the reasons why they're doing this is they want to finally crush not just President Trump. They want to crush him on the way out. This is the excuse for them to invoke the 25th Amendment. They would love nothing more than to have his last few minutes in office to be complete humiliation in order to then crush the spirit of Trump supporters, the remaining uh, to try to alienate. Trump supporters from him to make them peel off the remaining Trump supporters. Then they have a plan to go after us. In fact, um, an ABC right. News reporter, he tweeted out today, literally using the word cleansing. Trump will be next president in 13 days. He said, the fact is that getting rid of Trump is the easy part. Cleansing the movement he commands is going to be something else. And the word cleansing was that just, um, well, just yeah. a word he pulled out of nowhere because as other people pointed out, it sure sounds a little Nazi. Well, it sounds like Rwanda. I mean, it really does. I mean, it sounds like we're going to wipe out the other ethnic uh, group. And and that's the bottom line. And that's exactly what they intend to do, which means that we really need to spend our time now focusing on the next steps. And this is what's been frustrating to me. I don't know about you. Well, we spent a lot of time on, you know, this Hail Mary might happen or that Hail Mary might happen. And the bottom line is those things were never going to happen for us. Uh, we were, I don't, I don't even want to spend an hour talking about what our mindset was there, but none of that stuff was ever going to happen. So we've got a very limited amount of time here before the regime takes over and immediately starts retaliating against us. And I think we have two paths forward. We've got to take them both. One is the replacement party for the GOP. That's first. Um, the GOP is dead. We cannot salvage it, save it. We cannot remove all the rhinos. We don't have the power. We don't have the people inside. We just have to replace it. The base will completely leave the current GOP. They'll have like a few people left, but we'll take almost everyone with us. That's number one. Number two is, this. you know, a few months ago, this would have sounded pretty radical to most people. I, I'm not getting any, uh, any flack about this, anything at all. Uh, but what it is time to do now is secede. It is time for red states and regions, counties, communities to secede. Red America will remain America. They won't. They'll be the blue Soviet. We'll be red America. But we have about 90% of the territory. They've got about 10. Um, we, what we do is we isolate them and we take the land that is ours, the states that are ours, and we move forward without them because we can't go on like this. We will not physically survive. I mean, we cannot go through four years of them attacking and killing our people. We can't do it. Well, the succession thing um, is is tricky to pull off because of natural resources and where the military is. And, you know, and and it's also we've had what we've had happen in recent times is I had somebody text me today. If you leave California, where are you going to go? I don't know that there I don't know how red some of the states really are. I have family that moved to Georgia a few months ago thinking mm-hmm. that it was a Republican red state to find out that you we don't need to spend the time in, in recapping what happened in Georgia, which was all run by Republicans. So when you've got, and and part of the problem is, is you've got people fleeing Democrat strongholds and then voting Democrat wherever they go. You do have that. You do have that, but you also, because remember, I'm up in the Northeast these days, and there are a lot of, I mean, there were over a million people uh, in in Massachusetts that voted for Trump. Well, that million people, they've got to go somewhere, and they're all going south. I'll be following them down, or actually I'll be first in line 
uh, because it's not going to be tolerable to live on this side of the line. So we are drawing red and blue lines, and you've got to make sure. The thing is, and I'm talking about not just red states, but red regions. So there would be potentially significant parts of even California that would join us because when you think about Eastern California, Central California, Southern California away from the coast, I mean, there are plenty of places, plenty of counties in California that would be other counties that have been trying to, in the North, that have been trying to leave, uh, you know, what, what uh, three or four counties of, in, the, in the North and, and some Southern Oregon counties, wherever they wanted to form the state of Jefferson, I believe, so we've got to look at a radically new reality because our very lives are at stake. Our physical safety is at stake. They're going to be coming for us now. I mean, that, yeah, they are. I did a gun segment so. last night. I said, "Go buy a gun while you can, and ammo while you can." And well, yeah. and we know that they're going to eventually try to come and confiscate it. And by the way, I don't think this is hyperbolic. There are people that are accusing me of being um, hyperbolic in saying that there, I, unless something radically changes, there will not be another free and fair election in this country. Oh, Any, there'll never be anybody never. that's saying, "Oh, well, this we've just got two years now, and then we can do, we can magically take back the house in 2022." I don't think no. anybody anybody puffing you up with that Pollyanna establishment line is probably somebody running for office in the establishment because we well, yeah. you know that that's that's crazy talk um we need to shift gears though quickly in the in the few minutes i have left with you because the ayatollah Khomeini has a twitter account and a facebook account and the president of the united states does not one of the things the Republican right. Party failed to do was remove the protections. You talk about election interference is these big tech control the message and you control minds. And we are at a point now. Our friend, Dr. Gina, she put on Facebook today. I'm done. I'm leaving Facebook because they have taken down my president. Oh, yeah. We all need to be. And I declared a week or so ago that I was going to make the move. But I wanted to give time because I'm on a new Facebook account after my last one was taken down. So I'm still trying to reconnect with people that were on my last one that they took down. But I eventually oh, yeah. do plan to make the transition. And it's not just parlor because I know a lot of people hate parlor but you're actually on some other sites as well let's talk about that for a moment because because in addition to trump by the way they have also banned dan bongino from all the platforms because he posted trump's uh video uh calling for peace yesterday um simon and schuster has rescinded the book deal from josh hawley yeah um yeah no we're we're dead i mean we're dead in the water with silicon valley we didn't do anything about it uh, and because the Republicans had been paid off by the lobbyists, I mean, the lobbying money had gone to the GOP. That's why they're doing this. Uh, that's why they're so threatened by Trump. I mean, they, the Trumps, they're trying to get rid of Trump right now because of what he'll declassify, what he'll expose over the next two, almost two weeks. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's about. But you're talking about what we have to do immediately is we're still going to be on Facebook or Twitter for a few more days if we, you know, unless we get pulled off of there. Uh, but we're in a little transition point right now. One place people are going to see president stuff is Gab.com, G-A-B. Uh, he has gained, every time I look, he has thousands of additional followers there. So I'm going to be on there by tomorrow. That's uh, Gab? Me, we, that's just Gab.com? G-A-B, jab, uh, Gab.com, excuse me, Gab.com, G-A-B. Um, and Trump is, I mean, he's been gaining followers there like I been wildfire all day. These sites are overwhelmed. All of the alternative sites are overwhelmed. We've been on a site. We have our SDS group on an alternate Facebook site called MeWe, M-E-W-E, MeWe.com. It's okay. Um, there is, let's see, there are a couple others. I forget that we're, I've been sending up the account frantically. There's Clout all day Hub. I think, I think Gina is on Clout Hub as well. 
I haven't gotten on there yet. I was just seeing that. That's another one I'm going to get on tomorrow. So we're going to have like five new places to go. And of course, I mean, I hope all your listeners are on parlor at this point. So this, we have to all of, I mean, every single person listening right now has to do this tonight before going to bed. Uh, because by the morning you could wake up and your account is gone. They're not going to just go after you because you posted something offensive. Just knowing that you're a Trump supporter is enough to pull you. Yes. I mean, they're talking about banning Trump supporters from flying. I mean, Delta and American Airlines are compiling lists of anyone who flew to D.C. this week for potential permanent bans from flying. Wow. Just because they support Trump. Um, so that's what we're at right now. So uh, we're that's a good tip, by the way, before I forget, um, because when Facebook took me down, there went all my pictures, by the way. I can't tell you how many family oh, yeah. pics that I had uploaded yeah. that I didn't save on an external hard drive, pics of my baby pickles, my 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 past dog, just so so much. So uh, make sure back back up, take down any anything that you want, and um, if you even if you do want to stay on Facebook, you need to do that because you never know if they're going to take down. And you know what, Laura Loomer had been warning about this. And, you know, for she was she was the uh, one of the first to be completely deplatformed. And it will not just end with Facebook and Twitter. And, you know, I've heard so many conservatives just uh, in the past couple of days, just um, not really seeing the bigger picture of what's going no. on here. Screaming and crying and hysterical over a dude with his boots on, on, on the desk. Uh, if that's what your focus is today, you are, you're, you're, you've run after the shiny well, object that the Democrats absolutely. want you to be focused on, not the tyranny that's already been going on with these shutdowns and, and they, the, they, the tyranny that they I- I- intend to expand going forward. Final thoughts. Well, Wrap us up. And that's not even going to be our capital anyway anymore. DC is the left's capital. We're not even welcome. We're foreign invaders in DC now. So we, we're not even welcome to visit DC anymore. It's not our town. So who cares if somebody put their boots on a desk? It ain't for us anymore. The bottom right. line. But so I would ask people to still look for us on Facebook for the next day or so, and then we have a bunch of point, uh, links there so you can find us in the new places just for the moment. But still go to us at STS on Facebook. So it's STS America. That's how you get to us. STS America on Facebook, and also Red Wave America on Facebook, and it'll tell you how to reach us in the new places because. I think we're going to have some good new places to go. So uh, we're going to really build everybody up there as fast as we can. But we're in a rush. Yes. Well, thank you, Brian Maloney, for everything you're doing for freedom. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Take good care. All right. Now, when we come back, the, everybody, 74 million Trump supporters are saying the Republican Party is dead. And they're all having martinis right now somewhere off on vacation, reportedly. Uh, were That's where they were yesterday. And now I guess the uh, winter meeting has started. Joining me next is uh, Morgan Kimbrough, and he is actually president of the San Diego Young Republicans. And he's actually got a positive message going forward for Trump supporters. So you're going to want to hear from Morgan. So stay tuned. Don't go away. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Y'all need a laugh? I posted this earlier. Transportation Secretary Elaine Chow to resign from the administration. 
<laughs> I got even one of this is Mitch McConnell's wife, by the way. Um, is Trump not the nicest guy ever, even nominating this woman? I mean, what? No, why do we even have a Department of Transportation? Can you tell me? For the same reason why oh, I hear that Betsy DeVos is resign, resigning tonight from Department of Education. We need to completely abolish the Department of Education. I'm happy to hear about all these resi- resignations tonight. I say take that money. Most of them don't need to have their seats filled anyway. Take that money and give it to the people, okay? Um, joining me now um, is Morgan Kimbrough. He's president of the San Diego Young Republicans who's here. And 74 million Americans voted for Republican President Trump, an outsider back in 2016, because they were upset at both parties. They felt betrayed by both parties. And it was Republicans and Democrats and independents that went to an outsider and said, come in. We want you to drain the swamp. We want you to put America first. We want you to seal the border. We want you to have economic policies that actually create jobs instead of sending them overseas. We want you to do something about the Islamic terror that's happening. All the reasons that we've talked about many times. And that's why they brought in an outsider. Then they sat for four years and watched this outsider, this good man, be unfairly targeted by illegal and uh, unwarranted special prosecutions. You know the whole story. But yet they stayed silent, stayed quiet. And then they feel like 74 million of us showed out in record numbers and sat back now seeing the theft of an election. And many of them are blaming the Republican Party. But my guest tonight, Morgan Kimbrough, he says there's reason to be optimistic tonight. He texted me today. Hey, the fight's on. We're still fighting and we need to be optimistic. And this was after DJ Potato Skins had texted me and said, do you have anything good and positive that we could talk about on tonight's show? Five minutes later, Morgan texts me. So he's here tonight to talk about the positivity and, and optimism going forward. Hey, Morgan. Hey, Andrea, I'm glad the stars aligned. Uh, You're absolutely right. You know what you just mentioned. The Republican Party definitely needs to start listening to the people. And now we have a vacuum, right? We've just lost all three controls of government. And now it's time for the Republican Party to listen. And I think out of the Phoenix will come in. Well, you know, out of the ashes will come the Phoenix. And, uh, you know, we really have the leverage now. Um, So going forward, you know, these next four years, you know, we're going to force the Republican Party to listen to us. Um, because, you know, in many instances, they let us down uh, in this election. Yeah. And it's and, and and one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on and talk about this is because I, I think that um, you're kind of saying the same thing that Brian Maloney said. He said the GOP is dead. Now, that does not mean third party. It means the GOP, as we know it, is dead. The establishment is dead. And and I think that rebuilding uh, he might have been implying a third party, but I think that both parties have made it too difficult for a third party to truly emerge unless it's somebody completely self-funded. I think the rules of the game are too difficult. I think it would have to take President Trump, who has said he's going to stay in the fight, but I don't think he's going to run for real for a re-election as a Republican. And I don't think he's going to launch a third party. I think the way forward is is I think you're right, Morgan. I think we have the power. And I think that's why they're trying so hard to 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 tamp out the MAGA people and to to crush our spirit at this point, because they know that we have the power and they know that we want all the rhinos gone. But you know what? Since we do have the power, we have the power to completely recreate this Republican Party. And I think as much as I've talked about a third party, I think that the way to go forward is to rebuild the Republican Party as the Trump Party. I 100% agree. And if 2016 proved anything, is that an outsider can come in and take over a political party. 
So I was talking recently uh, with Congressman Issa, who was one of the congressmen that voted to overturn the election. And, you know, he appeared on Kennedy today, and I thought he said something profound. You know, 74 million people voted for Trump this time around, and he really expanded the Republican Party to be that working class party. And so that's going to be our go forward plan, right? And, you know, fighters like Congressman Issa, who understood that, right, and understood that this election was fraudulent, you know, we, we need people to understand exactly what our platform is. And, you know, we really need to fight back against this corruption as well. And I think as we do that, you know, we're really going to find more and more about this election, uh, you know, that was bad and was fraudulent. And I think that we really are going to be able to right this ship and even expand our numbers more and get more minority voters because this time around, you know, we expanded that portion. And, you know, it is pretty profound that we expanded our voter, you know, our electorate by 12 million votes this time from 2016. So I do think that there is hope. Well, I think there is hope. And I think that the way it's got to come about, though, when you've got these representatives like Kissinger today coming out with actually asking for the 25th Amendment to be invoked to yank President Trump out of office, when you've got people like Leffler who promised that she would contest the electoral votes and Marsha Blackburn, who betrayed uh, you know, who who uh, who backtracked as well over some people trespassing in the Hill yesterday, which is starting to look more coordinated. Um, I think the way forward is that we take the handful of the uh, the Republicans like Matt Gates gave a brilliant speech yesterday. Steve Scalise did a brilliant job. I think we take the few. I think we build up off the few that are are true MAGA because the the movement is really not even about Trump. It's what Trump represents. That's how you rebuild the party. If And that may be the easier course. I know a lot of people want a third party, but I think the easier course is to say, look, let's build upon the people that we've got, the Jim Jordan, the Devin Nunes, the Matt Gates, uh, the Jim Jordans. Let's build off of them. And and Daryl Issa. Now, Skins is asking me, why didn't Daryl Issa vocalize more his support for Trump? And... um. And that's why he re-registered as an independent. I think Daryl Issa uh, was not as loud in his support as he could have been. Yeah, certainly. I mean, well, you'd have to, you know, kind of talk to him about his political strategy. But I think you're totally correct. Um, You know, this movement is bigger than one person, is bigger than, you know, President Trump. You know, it's about the ideas and the policies and the American first agenda, right? Closing our borders, right? Making, you know, reworking these trade deals. And, you know, there are some great fighters, as you mentioned, Mm -hmm. Matt Gates specifically, who I've had the top, you know, had the opportunity to conversate with, who really understands, you know, the direction of this country Mm -hmm. and, you know, making the necessary changes. So yeah. again, this movement is bigger than one person, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's a whole broad movement. Right. And I think as we that going forward, you know, we'll be able to find more fighters and, you know, being in the young Republicans, right. To really rejuvenate and find new blood and replace the Mitch McConnell's, right. Find those new young Republican fighters that are going to get elected to Congress, you know, like a Madison Cawthorn, you know, right. Like some young people in the Senate. And that's how we're going to be able to propel this forward is to get some, you know, new blood in the system. I think you're right. And I think that I was saying back in 2012 when Romney could have, could have won, could, could have outed, uh, ousted Obama and he didn't. And I said then, I said, you know, part of 
the problem that we've got is that we don't really have the left has their agenda and their goal. And there may be some infighting with the left um, and, and as far as how far left they want to go. But they have a platform that they push that they are in sync on and they push it 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365. And the Republicans are squishy and they don't they don't want to talk social anything that has to do with social justice, which is what's killing us and, and, and dragging us further left. They don't have we do not have an actual completely identified to the to the degree that the left has what uh, our platform is and Trump defined it and it's MAGA and it is America first and it is everything related to the economy which is uh, not a globalist uh, open border open economy plan it's it's about a smart uh, immigration policy that brings people in that have degrees and can work Uh, it's about um, stopping Islamic terror. I, I don't have time to get into all of it, but it's basically the MAGA plan. And we need to make sure that every everybody that's running for office or re-election is clearly on board with that, and 90% are not. And that means that we need to be going to the RNC, and we need to get rid of Ronna McDaniel. We need to get, in, get rid of anybody that was a part of the establishment that was not supportive of Trump, and we need to primary. We need to tell her, we're not going to give you any more money. We gave you $200 million dollars. $200 million to fight the election fraud. You only spent $4 million of it, and the rest of it went probably on your vacation where you've been sipping martinis. And we, uh, this, this, is how you, this is how you rejuvenate a party. You force them to accept their mistakes. You force them to be accountable for, for the things that they've done wrong. And you make them adhere to what you want them to do, which is, I think, what you're saying, Morgan. You know, we, have the, we have the power here. We need to primary every rhino. We must get rid of Mitch McConnell. Absolutely, without question, we must get rid of Mitt Romney. We must get rid of Mike Lee. We must get rid of uh, of Thune. I, I think we have to route out the establishment uh, career politicians like Lindsey Graham that have been dragging us down. Your thoughts? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, the great thing that you do on your show is you well you are well defined with where you stand. And for your listeners that I know that are upset with the Republican Party. Uh, you know, we still have to, you know, we still have to understand the path going forward. And, you know, in 2022, I, I envision uh, a similar scenario to 2010 in the Tea Party, where we had outsiders coming, you know, outsiders, you know, outside of the establishment came and ran and, 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 and won. And, uh, you know, we took back the House. And so I think that we need to mimic that playbook for 2022. Okay. And, uh, you know, and then in 2024, you know, we really need to find that populist that is on board with the American First agenda, and that's going to take a lot of groundwork. That's going to take a lot of, you know, uh, fundraising, right? Finding yes. finding those candidates, and then uh, you know, grooming them to be successful and to win. I think you're right, and I'm glad you talked about that because I've been I'm start, suddenly hearing people host on Newsmax and all the and, and like Steve Dace today on the Blaze saying, you know what, we can't just put it all on on anybody like President Trump's back. You know, we've got to get active. We've got to run for office. How long have I been saying this, DJ Potato Skins? I've been saying this for a long time now. We need to be looking at too many times we as conservatives and Republicans, uh, we only vote when it's the president. We don't turn out to midterms. We don't pay attention to who's running for sheriff. We don't pay attention to 
city council. We don't run for city council. We don't run for school boards. We're not out, out active and volunteering and working like you are, Morgan, to try to better the party and better the country. And, you know, we're just sitting back doing nothing, not even voting half the time. We have to get active, right? That's how you take the party back. You don't take the party. If, you, if you're upset with the Republican Party right now and you have every reason to, you got to get active and take it and, and, and just go to these meetings and hold them accountable. Start running for office. We've got to, we've got, and we've got to pay attention to what's going on at the local level. And God bless you, Morgan, for what you are doing for this country. You're, you're a young person that's active, that's not sitting back, spending all your free time, you know, partying and yucking it up. I'm sure you have your good days. But you're actually working hard for the country, and that makes me feel good and does give me a little optimism for the future. And I thank you for that. Final thoughts. Thank you, Andrea. Um, you know, and we're in this fight together, and you've certainly given me a platform, which I'm very appreciative of. And, uh, you know, our motto, right, is with the Young Republicans is to train, educate, activate, right? Those three pillars. Let's get people in the system and understand what it takes to run. Let's educate them on the system. Let's get them, you know, networked. Let's get them involved in PACs. And then, you know, third, activate them to, you know, win those primaries and to win those races, to get into Congress, get in the Senate, right? Get into the local races, city council, state assembly, win and fundamentally change America. And we can do that. Well, thank thank you so much for coming on tonight and sharing that optimism, because I know a lot of people are dejected dejected today and saying basically it's over and it's toast and there's no there's no way forward and thank you for coming on and sharing your ideas i appreciate it thank you thank you all right we are going to take a skinny tiny little break and we come back we got more to talk about maybe maybe we can squeeze in a call or two 888-344-1170 be sure to follow andrea k on twitter at andrea k show and follow her on facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K. on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I'm sitting here wearing a sweatshirt that should be only reserved for when it's 30 below and I'm at the top of Mammoth, so I'm, I'm hot. But that's okay. You going to go skiing? You know what? I should go skiing because I've been doing my workouts and my, my I've been doing lots of squats and taking lunges and, 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 and taking my balance in nature. Been taking my balance in nature. Somebody actually mentioned on Facebook. Look, I think it, they said to me, "AK, get a, forget politics, buy a gun, work out, and take your balance in nature." <laughs> I can't forget about politics. You know, I've got the cop, my copy of the Communist Manifesto on my bedside. This is what I've been fighting against my my whole life. Um, so, but we got to protect body, mind, and spirit. I work out, I eat right, take my Balance in Nature, 35% off, preferred orders, free shipping, go to balanceinnature.com. It's done wonders for me. So your take, you re-registered as an independent because you were so disgusted with the Republicans. I wanted to bring Morgan on and let him make his case for optimism for the Republican Party. Case. He's working hard for it. Brian Maloney says, you know, um, I wasn't sure. Was he really saying third party? Or, uh, the, or The way I took Brian Maloney, we could always have him back on and ask him. I think he's leaning towards there needs to be some type of third party. That's what I took. Yeah, he said he said that the GOP is dead, um, but he wasn't really specific about whether or not the third well, party. Right. I do believe it's dead. And he and said we need Morgan a new. Awesome. And my thing is why I left the Republican Party. Is not because I don't align with their values. I 100% align with their values. Uh, unfortunately, they did not stand up for what the Republican Party that Trump 
kind of steamrolled this last four years stood for. They didn't back him up. And time and time again, they said, you know, you know, vote for us and we're, we're, we'll have your back. And they have never had our back every step of the way. And I'm tired of it. Well, I right. want to be part of a party that is action and backs up, backs up their words. So until right. it's proven to me that they have a spine, a majority of them, I'm done with them. I think that's, and, and that's how, that's how, uh, I think that. I'm not saying I won't go back. Right. And that's that's how you that's how you get if continuing to vote for somebody who betrays you. What, what, what would make them change? That makes no sense. It makes no sense. They're not going to they're not going to do anything different. You withhold your money from them and you tell them you're not going to get another dime for me unless you start a- actually doing what you promised to do is how you affect change. I think I think Brian was kind of basically saying we need a new party, but it can be rebuilt from within the GOP, which is kind of what Morgan was saying as well. The infrastructure is there. What we need to do is what Morgan's talking about is bring in outsiders to run for office that are MAGA people and primary these old rhinos. That's they, one that, of the, that no longer need to be in office that no. do not serve us in any way, shape or form. No, they don't. And, you know, and that that includes like 96 percent of them. I think if we've got a base of people we can build off of, like Matt Gates and Jim Jordan and Devin Nude and Rand Paul, I like Rand Paul. Um, he disagreed with what Pence could do yesterday. Um, but, you know, I think that's I think that may be the most viable path for us. Starting at the local level is how you deal with the election fraud, because somebody mentioned that on Facebook. We got to get rid of the fraud, but that's got to happen at the local level. That's not stay that, active, people stay active and we'll be active tomorrow night 6 p.m pacific time so y'all come on back then thank you morgan kimborough thank you brian maloney love you all peace out